Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Everybody. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so happy to have you here today. This is episode 64, and today we're going to be talking about the wellness continuum. I have talked a lot about wellness on this podcast. It's a big part of my health coaching, what I do, what I believe in. Um, but I wanted to focus on the actual wellness continuum today. And this might be something that some of you listening may not even know what I'm talking about. Um, basically, Let's start with the fact that wellness isn't just simply the absence of disease. A lot of times and in the past, people have associated wellness with just not being sick. And the truth is that it's actually much more than that. It's very multiple, multi-dimensional, and it encompasses a lot of um, different degrees of wellness. Uh, the goal is to move towards optimal, optimal wellness, but the reality is, is that every day and every moment, we slide along this continuum depending on what life throws at us. The National Wellness Institute defines wellness as an active process through which people become aware of and make choices towards a more successful existence. So basically, what it's saying is that you're practicing habits every single day and in every single moment to move you towards better mental, physical, spiritual um, well-being and the goal is to live life to its full potential. And we can't really live our life to its full potential unless we are working on our wellness and well-being. So if you were to look up the wellness continuum, the illness wellness continuum is another way you can look it up. You would see this. Um, it's almost like a, a large line and it has two arrows and on each side of the arrow, it's pointing towards a different um, different part. So on one end of the illness wellness continuum, you have illness. Um, that is where you can get ill to the point of premature death. Um, you have different types of disease you're dealing with, things like that. And on the other side of this big arrow, you have movement towards a high level of wellness and well-being. And in the middle, you have a neutral point, which means that you're not really well and you're not really ill. So we move along this continuum depending on what happens. Like we get sick, you have signs and symptoms of something happening. If you don't deal with it, it gets worse and worse. And then you're moving more towards the illness side of the continuum. Whereas when you start to deal with these physical symptoms, you can move towards the wellness side of the continuum. However, it's not just physical wellness. We're also talking about mental wellness. It is both physical and mental. And just because you don't have a physical symptom does not mean your, your mental uh, wellness is where it should be. Um, this continuum was actually first proposed by this man named John Walton Travis in 1972. So he is the one that said that really wanted to show in a visual interpretation how emotional and physical health come together and just because someone isn't necessarily ill doesn't mean that they are thriving in their state of wellness. Um, when it comes to wellness, there are many dimensions. And you'll see a variation of this um, online if you were to look at it. But the main dimensions that I'm going to talk to today are seven of them. 
The first one is physical wellness. And that's the type of wellness I think most of us are um, just uh, associate with and know most about. And that is like our physical health, meaning how are you eating? How are you sleeping? Are you moving your body? Things like that. You also have emotional wellness, and that is the state of your feelings. That's your emotions, um, your relationships, how you cope, things like that. You also have social wellness, and social wellness has to do with your interactions with others and the community as a whole. Um, you have spiritual wellness, which incorporates your beliefs and values. It's not necessarily just a religious um, piece, but it's also just your values and your belief system and how you use those um, within your overall worldview. Then you have intellectual wellness and intellectual wellness is basically the wellness of your mind in the sense of, do you challenge your mind? Are you engaging in stimulating type activity? Um, are you being creative? Things like that. You have environmental wellness, which is how the environment around you interacts with you and your well-being and if it allows you to thrive. So are you in a physical environment that's good for you? Are, in a, are you surrounding yourself with people that are good for your mental well-being? And then lastly, you have occupational wellness. And occupational wellness has to do, obviously, um, with your occupation, your work, your job. But are you doing things that are fulfilling and rewarding within your career? Um, if you're in a career you absolutely hate, your occupational wellness is not as optimal state. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're in this career that is your, you know, your dream job, but within what it is, are you making it, are you making what you do for a career stimulating enough and rewarding enough to make you happy in life? So overall, when it comes to wellness, um, it's really important. It's important because if one piece of the wellness puzzle is not um, is not in a positive state, it could start affecting the rest of your life, kind of like dominoes. So if you're sick, you'll know that, you know, people that are sick, their mental wellness actually starts to go downhill. If you're physically um, ill or physically disabled, you aren't able to go to work and that starts to affect your life. They're all very interconnected. And it's really important that if we are going to be living in um, our most fulfilled life, if we're going to be living life to its potential, that we are working on our wellness as a whole. And as we said, um, you can slide backwards and forwards on this wellness continuum, depending on the moment. You can wake up feeling like you're going to seize the day. You've done your positive affirmations. You've worked out. Um, you've told yourself um, that you're going to start the day right. And then something happens and it can trigger you and it can slide you towards the other end. So this isn't, wellness isn't something that we achieve and then we're done. It's the constant motion of ourselves and how we're constantly moving towards life. Uh, Newton's first law talks about a, a body that is, that is in motion will remain in motion. And if we're constantly trying to better ourselves and moving towards the positive and the wellness side of the continuum, then it makes it easier for every part of our life to move that way. And not to say that you can't have negative things happen um, and that's an, a bad thing, but it's how you deal with those negative things. So for example, oh, I have a cold. And instead of saying, I have a cold, I'm gonna mope, I'm gonna sit down, I can't do anything. Um, you can say, I have a cold, but I have these strategies to deal with it and make it better. I can drink my tea. I can go see my doctor. I can get some fresh air. And it's really those coping strategies that help decide 
when something negative comes into your life, which side you're going to slide to in the wellness continuum. Um, if we are going to have an overall positive well-being, it's going to affect our life overall and help us remain in a state that allows us to be our best. So examples of wellness is um, I want to share with you because sometimes you sit there and you think, well, I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to um, get started. And it can be as something as simple as moving your body every day. Um, I have a healthy habits guide that I've linked in the notes to this, the show notes that goes along with this um, episode. And you can download it and it gives you step by step on how you can start building healthy habits into your life. And I have a whole another episode all about habits and why it's an important way to get your wellness um, sliding towards the positive side of the of the continuum. But habits are some things you do every day that you don't really think about. So it could be as simple as moving your body, getting up and taking a walk in the morning. It doesn't have to be something that is hardcore. Um, focusing on nutritious food. Maybe you start adding um, spinach into your smoothies, perhaps. Maybe you add, make sure that every meal you have has a small side of vegetables. Um, and this isn't something you have to do every single day, but in general, it's wherever you're starting, you're moving forward. You're taking steps forward. If you don't eat any vegetables at all, perhaps you start by adding vegetables to one meal. As long as your body is in motion, it will remain in motion. And that's something really important because it's not about having to go from zero to 60. It's about small steps towards better wellness. Some other ideas are meditation, starting meditation, even as small as five minutes, participating in activities that challenge you and make you step out of your comfort zone, um, doing something for a friend that shows them that you care, surrounding yourself with people that contribute positively to your life. This is something that I struggled with, um, I think, a lot, is holding on to friendships that do not positively contribute to my life. And that's something that I'm really focusing on in my adulthood. Um, if you are spiritual and belong to a church, attending the activities of that church, that can help you strengthen your values and your beliefs. Um, getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night. This is so important. Sleep is so important. If you um, have listened to my podcast and listened on the episode of sleep, that is a big one. It's amazing. You really should go listen to it. Uh, monitoring how much social media you take in, that can be a huge problem, especially in today's day and age. Um, and starting a new hobby, that challenges you, that um, helps you be creative. Um, I recently started playing pickleball and it's something new for me, but it is also working on my physical wellness because I'm moving. Um, and also my um, stepping in my comfort zone, doing something different. But these are just some examples and things you can do to improve your overall state of mind in order for you to be able to live your best life. There is no magic pill when it comes to wellness. It's really, you know, you putting the work in and focusing on bettering yourself just in general as a whole. And remember, just because you aren't sick doesn't mean you are well. Wellness is an active process. It is something that you are doing and you're doing it constantly. So don't forget to grab that healthy habits guide that I've linked in the um, post with this. And please make sure that if this stimulates you, if this gets you excited, if you love listening to this podcast, I'd so appreciate a rate and review. 
It helps me get guests on. Today, it was just me speaking, but I often have amazing guests on. And the more um, rates and reviews I get, the more guests I can get on to help share information with all of you. Um, but I hope you enjoy listening to just me too. Wellness is a passion of mine and I love talking about it. So a little bit of a short and sweet episode that I wanted to share with you guys, but thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it and we'll chat soon. <laughs>